Kangas and this is episode four, season two of the Highland League podcast. In this podcast, I am speaking to former Nairn keeper um, Callum Donaldson. In this interview, he discusses making his debut at County before going on and winning trophies with them. Now he lives in America and on the side coaches at the Houston Dynamo Youth Academy. Hope you enjoy this interview. So, so how's it going in America? How's, Good how's man, it? yeah I love living here to be honest. I, um, it's a, it's, I mean so Houston, I don't know how much you know about Houston, but Houston's it's not really like somewhere you would go on your holidays, Yeah. but it's a great place to live. Like the weather's great, the, the cost of living's pretty reasonable. Um, it's you know there's lots of employment opportunities. The the economy is in a good place here, like and everything you would ever really want to do. Yeah. You know, in terms like most places, they've got swimming pools and all that sorts of things. So it's it is a really good place to live. It's great for my kids. I've got two young kids as well, yeah. so it's great for them in terms of you know. I mean, I'm from Carbridge, yeah. so it's like the fact that like, my daughter does ballet and tap and gymnastics and my son's doing football and American football and basketball but like you can't you just couldn't do those sorts of things at all so mm. it's it's great you know how did the chance to do goalkeeping coaching at Houston Dynamos how did that come around <laughs> it was the most random thing ever right so I was um few of my I've met quite a few other kind of expat guys out here and every every month we kind of got together get together to play poker or cards and really it's just an excuse to have a beer and a bit yeah. of laugh we were playing poker and this lad walked in and he was in a full dynamo tracksuit so obviously i got chatting to him it turned out he was the director of the academy goalkeeping so i was like look i mean to be honest with moving out i promised my wife that football was going to take a step back because i'd been so involved with football ever since we'd been together but then this was like two months after we'd moved <laughs> so obviously we got chatting he asked if i want to come down and help out with the session and, and that kind of snowballed from there um his name is nathan thackeray he's actually moved on he's now in north carolina um out there with a, with a team in castle he's director of goalkeeping out there but he introduced me to the the head goalkeeping coach a guy called paul rogers who like he's absolutely amazing yeah. i mean the coaching the level of coaching um, at the Dynamo was way, way above anything I'd ever experienced. Yeah. So it was amazing for me just to get to learn from these guys. And there's there's a new director of the academy, a guy called Jason Grubb. So I'm literally in learning from those guys. It's, uh, it's great. So is this something you want to do, expand on? I mean, as a full-time <laughs> gig or, or not? Just I don't know. I mean, it's in my blood, right? I, I mean, I, I as I say, I can't. I can't walk away from it. I never want to walk away from football. Um, obviously, I do have my day-to-day life, which affords me a nice lifestyle and, and things like that. So it's uh, it's, it's kind of weighing it up uh, in terms of, of you know, I've got two young kids and a yeah. wife and a house and all that sort of stuff. Because, I mean, you do have to look at it in terms of compensation. And I, I don't really like to say that, but the compensation yeah. when you're starting out in these types of roles isn't, isn't great, right? Yeah, no, I'm definitely. It's definitely something I'm going to continue to be involved in. I, I mean, I love coaching. I, uh, it's not, it's not the same as playing, 
but I certainly enjoy working with kids. I, I like I like it around the pre-pro level, so anything from like 16 to 21, yeah. I, that's the sort of level I really enjoy working with, and the older the better. But, you know, there's just something about being on a field, catching balls, like playing, you know, running drills, seeing kids improving, you know, it's, it's, it's in you, right? You, I can't walk away from it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's certainly something I continue doing. If the opportunity presented itself full-time, you know, it's something that would be very hard to say no to. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, I must say, uh, with a caveat to that, is I do really enjoy what I do day-to-day for a living as well. So yeah. I'm uh, in a fortunate position. So we'll, we'll start right at the beginning. Um, you put you played at um, Cali Thistle up to under-16s. What, what what was that like? So it was so actually so it was random how it came about. I actually went to watch my pal play in the street league, and their goalie never turned up. So I was like, I'll go on goals, and it kind of snowballed from there. Um, it was I found it quite hard when I to be honest with you, when because I, I was quite a late developer. So at like fourteens and sixteens, like. Um, I was sometimes playing, sometimes not, and it was always, like, I lived in Carbridge, so it was 25 miles to get up to training, and yeah. so I was just having to rely on lifts when my mum my didn't drive, and then my dad worked away Monday to Friday, and so it was quite hard, I didn't really feel that I um, built, like, great relationships with the, the boys at Inverness at the time, um, you know, a lot of them were kind of local, and they all would hang out after training and things like that, so... I did find it tough, if I was to be perfectly honest. Um, and as a result, I probably, probably didn't um, didn't play as well as I could have done when I was there. I mean, I, I did have some good games, and you know, there was I, I did have opportunities to continue, but it wasn't. It probably wasn't right for either of us at that point, to be honest. Yeah, was it more just the the traveling side of it? Is was the main aspect of it? Yeah, it was traveling. I mean, tra- yeah, traveling was a big part of it. But yeah, I also, I mean, I can't really say honestly that I played very well when I was there. I can't really say that I. Des- I mean, I was the type of person. I was never, never the type of person. I was going to say I would be need to be playing if I wasn't worthy of playing. You know. Yeah. Um, and truthfully, I didn't really warrant playing. You know, the other goalkeeper was there, Robbie Taylor, who's a friend of mine now. Um, and then there was Alex Ridgers and Michael Fraser above me. And I mean, I was pretty pragmatic and looked at it. And at that time, whilst, whilst I certainly believed I had the ability to play at a similar level to those guys, but yeah. at that time I wasn't, I wasn't really in a place where I, I had a leg to stand on to say I should be playing every week. Um, I mean, I, I, I did enjoy the training element of it, but then, yeah, yeah my dad was working away, is having to rely on lifts. So it was just, it just wasn't, it wasn't really working out for anyone. I was also, I mean, I was, was kind of good at school and stuff like that. So my parents were always keen for me to stay at school and yeah. go to university and what have you. So um, ultimately, they won that argument with whether <laughs> whether I wanted to continue playing football or not. Yeah. So, how did the opportunity come around to go to Nearing County? So, the opportunity it came around actually from my dad. Um, there was a couple of teams that, that had kind of expressed an interest in me going to try out for them. Um, Ross County were one. Um, there was uh, Forest were one, Clark were one, and then Nairn were one. So, Nairn were the first we went to. Um, we went up and I trained and... After that, I met I met Martin Bell and a guy called Hovis. You probably don't know Hovis, um, and then met the chairman. I met Ronnie Sharp and stuff. And 
there was there's a couple of guys there, local guys to me, who I really looked up to. One, I mean, the most predominant at that time was a guy called Gary Stewart, who he sadly passed away. And then there was Ian Brooks, and then both from Grantown. And really, the, just the feel I got for the club, yeah. I didn't actually go to the, the trials with any of the other teams. I just was like, right, I really like it here. I instantly got on with the boys. This was at under sixteen level, so there was loads of like Glenn Main, Greg Main, Toshi, yeah. Andrea Coletto. All these boys were were in the team there. I mean, probably missing out names, but as well. But so I was like straight away enjoyed the banter with the guys. Great crack, and so that was it. You went out on loan to to the junior Nairn, and then also Strasbourg. How important <laughs> do you think that was for? for you to get much-needed game time? So I was the best thing I ever did, to be perfectly honest with yeah. you. So I went to Saints, I think I was maybe 16 or 17 when I went out to Saints, um, because I was like, I was in a place where I'd won Player of the Year or something like that, and I, I went out to Saints and probably thought I was, in fact, definitely thought I was ready to be playing first team for Nair, and I had arguments with Sharpie at that yeah. point. Um, and then went out to Saints and realised, wow, how much developing I still needed to do, and then um, I was there for I was there for one season. Then I spent two half seasons at Strasbourg, which taught me the game. I mean, yeah. I knew how to save the ball, but that honestly, that taught me the game. There was older guys there that had played in the Highland League for a long time, and yeah. little just loads of things about like as a goalkeeper, decision making and yeah. talking, and you know, if 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 you're playing and it's horrendous weather like what do you do with your kickouts and things like that you know what yeah. I mean like all fit and well the theory behind it all and what you do in training but actually in a game it made a made a huge difference to me so that's I mean my particularly for a goalkeeper and I actually remember Les saying to me he's like at the end of the day no matter what level you're playing at anyone can put it in the top corner you know so it was it was the best thing that ever happened to me because honestly I felt then when I got back from my, my second um, stint at Nairn, I was actually ready to challenge to play. What What do you um, remember about your debut in two thousand and three, when you came on as a oh, sub? I tell you, I remember. So it was away at Huntley. Um, I remember it was maybe half an hour gone or something. And Michael, uh, Mikey Ray, he went over on his ankle. And I remember it seemed to take a blum an hour and a half for him to get <laughs> off the field. Um, so I was warming up at the sideline on the on the hill at Huntley, you know. So it's not even it's not even uh, a flat bit for me to try and warm up my hands. I went in and uh, we had a free kick to start with. So I went and took a free kick, slipped on my arse, taking the free kick, oh. shanked it out of bounds, and then about two minutes later we had a, a corner against us. And they put it quite rightly so. They put it right on top of me. Big Mikey Stewart banged me right into the back of the net. Oh. And I was like, oh, right, here we go. This is the Highland League now. Um, but no, I actually had a couple of good saves. I think we lost 5-3 that day. I had a couple of good saves. And actually, I, I did all right. But I actually think getting booted into the back of the net was probably the best thing for me. Because I was like, I'm up for the fight. Let's yeah. go. I'll come for the next one. Um, so no, it was great. And I actually, I remember vividly going back to Ian Brooks. Because I'll be honest, I was nervous. I was only 16, or maybe just no, I wasn't. He hadn't even turned 17, or, or maybe I had, kind of mind. Um, but I remember Ian Brooks, just as I was walking on, and I was nervous, and I was wearing a goalie shirt that was a double XL, way <laughs> too big for me. And uh, I remember Brooks, he was says to me, he's like, "Mind you, wouldn't be here if you weren't good enough." 
and I just uh, it's a funny little thing you change that you say, but I, I remember yeah. thinking that the whole time. So it was good. So so what once you got your your first team opportunities and you started getting more game time, how how did you find that as game by game developing at Nairn? Yeah. That's a, that's a good question because so I mean really I mean I'd played bits and pieces of games when when Mikey was there Michael Ray and then I was out on loan a lot and then Jimmy Calder came in and I mean obviously and Jimmy was being from a local boy from from Speyside and you know Jimmy was someone I'd looked up to forever to be honest um, and you know getting hints and tips and even just training with these guys and seeing Jim, I mean, Jimmy was probably 45 when he was training with us and he's doing all the runs and, and then you see him in games and he's a, like an absolute leader and Michael Ray, absolute leader. And then John Campbell, it was who, who was in when I really kind of cemented myself as, as challenging for a place again, different type of leader, but again, absolute yeah. leader. So I mean, really for me, it was, it was, Genuinely, I mean, I'd studied these guys. I've watching them; they're all very different. Um, but trying to take on the, the bits and pieces that I'd seen from them, and I mean, I knew I knew it was a, a good goalkeeper. I was never worried about that. But yeah. being a good goalkeeper and and being a leader on the field and and being, you know, keeping. I mean, I had to ultimately I had to try and keep John Campbell out of the team, right? When I first got my, my first choice, I suppose. Yeah. John John got hurt, and that was really what gave me my opportunity. So. I had to be like, well, he's a leader on the field, and, and he's, you know, if if I mess up or if I'm not, if I show myself as a shrunken violet or what have you, yeah, you know, he'll be straight back in. But, but I, I mean, I still classify myself as an Air County fan, and and you know, I I really didn't want to give that up, as I say. Yeah, there was genuinely my best mates were in the team, and I wanted to play with them, but also I wanted to help the team win, you know, because yeah, you know, the people of Nairn are. It's a real special place, to be honest with you, um, and I really wanted to feel part of it because I've been I've been on the bench for for maybe the North of Scotland Cup finals and yeah and, you know I don't know how much you know but you know when you're on the bench for a cup final you don't really feel like you've contributed even mm. if you played in the earlier round it doesn't really you're not you're not actually contributing until you're on the field you know yeah and I, and I really wanted that so what what was it like when you won the North of Scotland Cup against and Wick Academy compared to when you were just sitting on the bench for the hour, your first opposite. one. Yeah, polar opposite. So, I mean, I played really well in the one for the. I think I got one of the match actually from the from the Nair fans for that day. For example, for, but it's polar opposite. It was like I don't know. Like when you're sitting on the bench you're from the outside looking in, it, and you are happy for your pals. I like I was. I was buzzing for my mates. And, yeah. You know, like Robbie Duncanson, like still one of my best friends to this day. You know, to see those guys winning with me when I'm on the field and contributing, it's like ten times better than yeah. You know, being a good laugh in the dressing room and, and do you know what I mean? There's it's a big, it's an important part when you're on the bench, especially yeah. as a number two goalkeeper. Like you do have a responsibility to the team to to make sure that whoever's in number one is is ready and prepared. And I was really lucky with every goalkeeper I ever worked with. It was very much of we're in this together. And if I'm on the bench, then whether I'm happy about it or not, it's my responsibility to make sure you're ready, you know. And we, we were lucky, don't get me wrong, I wasn't very happy when I was on the bench, but yeah, um, it, it does feel like you're an outsider. And does, does it feel like the celebrations mean more to you 
when you've played, oh, yeah. A, a million percent. Yeah. I mean, as I say, being a goalkeeper is probably slightly different than a field, outfield player because outfield players can always get on and always nick a goal or always yeah. contribute. But from a, from a goalkeeper's perspective, in a cup final, you're all, and I mean, not even just in a cup final, you're only really getting on from an injury or a red card. Yeah. And it's not exactly, it's, it's never a positive decision, right? It's a yeah. get on and do your best. Um, so, as I say, when you're on the bench, you know, don't get me wrong, when John wasn't playing, there was always a good chance of him getting sent off. So there was always an opportunity for me to get on. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm joking. Yeah. If he's listening to that, I apologise, John. Um, but yeah, no, there was always that. But, you know, you, you are kind of an outsider. Yeah. Um, so you, you've played with a lot of um, really good players. You've played in teams with like Duncanson, Geffens, that's the name a few. Um, who would you put as your as the best player you've played with? Oh, that's some <laughs> question you've hit me with there. Uh, I have. I've been really lucky. I've played with some like really, really good players. I mean, I must say, when I first got in around the first team, there was Ian Brooks, there was Gary Farker, and Scott Kelleher, they were the three that I was most impressed with when I first um, got into the team. And then, you know, I mean, Duncan Jones, when he came to the team, he was a different level. I mean, his right foot is unbelievable. And then he's got his left foot is just as good. Um, there's Tony Lowe, Davy McCray was another one, brilliant players. Um, but, I mean, I could reel off thousands of names, Greg Main, Wayne yeah. McIntosh, Robbie Duncanson. Um but I would ha- have to say, I mean, Conor Geffens was obviously, I was I played with him when he won the back-to-back Highland League Player of the Years. And, I mean, the goals he scored, you know, like, he's a freak. He scores goals that he should never score, right? Um, but I've got to say that probably across, if I was to take it, every metric in, I'd have to say Stephen Mackay, Sid Mackay, was probably the best I ever played with. Just in terms of, he never missed training. He was the first of every run. He was on the field. He never left anything on the field. He'd score goals. He'd. I also think he was a big part of changing the culture out there. Um, in terms of, you know, nobody, nobody had six packs and nobody was at the gym and nobody was um, drinking protein shakes and things like that. And then he really raised the standards. Yeah. I was to be perfectly honest. I mean, as I say, Jimmy Calder and they were the guys that I looked up to. And I mean, I, I would always say Jimmy is probably the biggest in terms of influence on my career as a goalkeeper but in terms of outfield player yeah i'd, I'd have to say i'd have to say sid he's got a wand of a left foot as well yeah so i'm um, a thousand goals past me in training yeah so you've you've played in a lot of um scottish cup games you've been involved in a lot of important near in scottish cup games especially the coming back from three goals down to draw with forfer and then beating Clyde. Yeah. How important was the Scottish Cup for you and your teammates? So actually, it's ironic that um, you mentioned that because the so the Clyde game came for us the season after we lost Craig Campbell, David Hines, and Sid Mackay. They all went up to Brora that year. Yeah. So, I, um, and we'd obviously just won the Highland League Cup, and then and they they left, and then we we had the Clyde game um, down at Clyde. Which it was a great, amazing experience. I mean, it was, a, it was first game, like proper game I'd ever played on Astro, for example. And then, you know, it was like back and forth, it was like a proper cup tie. Yeah. Easter went and scored from about forty yards with a volley, and like, 
I mean, we were in it the whole way. But I would, I would say actually, when Andy Neal scored the goal for us to beat Clyde at home, like if that's probably the best feeling I've ever had in football. Because <laughs> I think I just saved a, I just saved some a penalty or something like that, and yeah. then we'd gone up the field and like. I don't even I can't even remember the goal, but I remember running down. I was never the fittest, to be honest with you, Sean. So by the time I got down there, I was struggling to get back. So I'm like, <laughs> thankfully, it was right at the end of the game. But yeah, that was that was tremendous. And then at Forfar, like we had no right to come back. We're three 0 down at half time, and yeah. we were horrific in the first half, to be honest with you. And then I don't see that's what I'm getting at with Nair, and it is it, we did have this weird special thing and it's, I do believe it was a core of us best pals throughout it we didn't ever know we were beaten and then we had boys like Bobo and Mo Morrison who'd never let anybody miss a beat and then I mean when you've got players like RD and Geza in the team you're always going to score a goal Yeah. and then and then Big Franny right at the end comes in out of nowhere with a header Do you think um, the level between Highland League and League 2 and League 1 isn't as isn't as um wide as as people think it is at times no i i don't i don't think so i mean it's been i have been a wee bit disappointed with the with the the playoffs because i do think genuinely that brora and cove could have and should have won those games yeah i know there's maybe political reasons behind them but maybe not so much with cove no i don't i mean there, i haven't seen anything i mean I, we've played obviously pre-season which isn't you can't really get the same taste with pre-season but you, you see every year in the Scottish Cup there's always Highland League teams in around the third fourth round um, I mean yep when we played against Forfar particularly they had a couple of players who were very very good but I would say there's plenty of players I've played with and or against who would have who would yeah. have been starters in those teams yeah, in, and, in the Highland League yeah and there's been a lot of players who've especially recently have been dropping down the divisions to come to Highland League now. Um, yeah, I mean so so for example so I, I had a had a not really anything serious but there was a there's talk of Elgin City for me at one point and yeah. I mean you have to think pragmatically that with Nair and I'm playing most of my games within a 2 hour radiance radius if not at home. Yeah. And then you've got training and you know everybody's got a job Monday to Friday you know it's it's a big, big commitment, and I'm sure I don't know what the financials are like, but I'm, I'm certain that there's players at Highland League teams that are getting looked after financially as well as most clubs in the second division, first division, you know, so or yeah, League One, two, League Two, you know, maybe third and second. Um, so, I mean, there's, I mean, there's players abroad, players at Cove, yeah. players throughout the league who could definitely play at that level. Yeah, but it's just whether it would fit with them lifestyle-wise. Do you ever miss playing in the Highland League? Yeah, I do. I actually miss it all the time, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. So when I, so things, things for me didn't really end at Nairn how I would like them to. I, I hurt myself, and then, you know, Nairn went a different way at that point. They started bringing in players from the Central Belt, and I, I kind of, I had some fallouts with the club that I wasn't, I didn't probably conduct myself the way I would have liked to if I was to be perfectly honest about it. Um, yeah. I also did have them move to Houston on the cards, but. I always, to be honest, to this day, I still feel like I've got I hadn't really left things at there and how I'd have liked to. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a disappointment. It's obviously, you don't have regrets in life, but it's a bit of a it's a bit of a disappointment. Um, like they wouldn't let me play in Bobo's testimonial and things like that, and yeah. I really wanted to kind of you know just 
say thanks because I loved playing for the club. Yeah. Um, I stayed there a long time. So, yeah, I, I do miss it. I miss it all the time. I mean, I still I do bits and pieces playing out here with, with pals. I play for in that, like an oil, oil gas league. Yeah. But I play outfield now. <laughs> what position? Centre mid. <laughs> Vieira. <laughs> do you show yeah, them no. some Highland League challenges? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, I've had a few of them on me, so it's my time to dish them out. Uh, um, but I love it. As, as I say, I love the game. I love playing. I love learning about the game. And I, I actually still feel like playing at this level because there's some players here. There's a lot of Latin American players. Yeah. Brilliant, technically. So you learn different ways to play. I mean, they play. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of the time it's in 100 degrees you're playing. So the way that they play is a slower paced game. But then yeah. it gets really, really quick in the final third. So it's, it's great learning experience. Um and you know, as I say, it's in your blood. You play it ever since you're a wee boy, don't you? And then yeah, you're uh, you, you kind of as I say, I, I can't walk away. I I did promise my wife I would, I would <laughs> spend some more time with the family, but yeah, is it good to see um near and bringing through more young players now? Yeah, it, it, so I I did fundamentally. I don't have obviously the qualifications or whatever to say what I'm about to say, but I did fundamentally disagree with. We had a we had a core of and I classify myself in this, but a core of local boys yeah. who who were who genuinely cared for the well being of the club, right? Yeah. And we supplemented that with some brilliant players, like Robbie, like Geza, likes of um, Cami, Sid, etc., etc. Yeah. Brilliant players, Davey Hanna, but more, like, you know, we supplemented it with. But I felt like we lost the identity of the team when we just we started getting away from bringing in local Nairn boys yeah. um, and don't get me wrong maybe maybe they weren't as good because I mean how do you get players to re- to replace the likes of Connor the likes of Sid the likes of Cammy? right you can't yeah. however I did feel that the club moved down a, a, a direction which kind of we lost what was special about Nairn why, why I wanted yeah. to play for Nairn um, so it's great to see um, young boys getting in the team you know I'll look at Jordan McRae prime example yeah. okay he's moved on to a bigger team but that's Robbie Duncanson's cousin born and raised in Ardersier got mm. his got his opportunity to play for the team and thrived I mean I would have liked to see him stay at Nairn on a selfish basis but yeah. I'm realistic it's, that's not where Nairn are right now but yeah it's great I mean delighted to see that Glenn and Greg Nairn through and through stayed yeah. at the club and you know I think they share cup. See, I think Easter's cup, and he's been struggling with some injuries at the moment. Yeah. Love that. And that's what Nairn is for me, and that's what I miss. Like I miss being in the dressing room with those boys. You know. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw. Do you get Do you get home much? Or. I'm, I mean, I'm usually home once a year or twice a year. Yeah. Um, so I always try to get to the Nairn games. Um, when I when I am home, I mean it's it's tough because you have to try and fit in family. And, yeah. And what have you. Um, also, my little brother's playing at Rothis now, and, and <laughs> his manager Stephen. He's one of my good friends. Yeah. So I, 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 I always try to either take in an Aaron game or, or go and see Rothis or, or what have you. But I mean, I'm following the league every week. I mean, yeah. every weekend I'm following, and I'm usually getting writing about Steve's head when Aaron went. I loved it when <laughs> Aaron thrashed Forest three 0 a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Loving life. Uh... Sing. I phoned. I phoned up Robbie Duncan, giving him a good sing song, which was. <laughs> Which was fun. Uh, so uh, I mean, I love the Highland League. Uh, to be honest with you, I wouldn't go and watch other football in Scotland. I love. I, I think the Highland League is yeah. 
I mean, okay, I'm not saying in any manner means it matches the quality of the leagues higher above. But yeah. what I what I love about the Highland League is that generally speaking, you've got two teams with pretty much local boys in it that are trying to win a game of football. Yeah. And, I, and there are some bloody good team players in it as well. So yeah, um, yeah. When I'm home, I would only go and watch Highland League. Yeah. So what what would you say has been your highlight of your career? So I would, I mean, I, I, winning the Highland League Cup was a was a big highlight. Nairn hadn't done it for thirty odd years. Um, but honestly, like my the highlight for me was really just getting in and, and being in the team and played, played I think near three hundred games. You know, trying to contribute to to Nairn. I mean, we got we never we never really got to where we should have done in the league. I believe the year we won the Highland League Cup, I think we were as good a team as anyone else. On our day that day, yeah. I think we finished joint second. Um, we should have probably put a better challenge on in the league, but highlight. I mean, you've got to say winning the cups. Winning, I mean, Highland League Cup was the highlight. The the game at the game at Forfar was ridiculous. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous. I mean, it was the trip back on that bus on the way up the road was tremendous. <laughs> so those sorts of things but the highlight is probably just the people that have the friends you build you know the, the relationships yeah. the games you win the games you lose the fights you have like <laughs> you know the whole thing hope you enjoyed this interview and to keep up to date with the podcast subscribe to us on podbean download them on itunes like us on facebook follow us on twitter and Instagram. For more Highland League content, visit our website and hope you can join me next time for another interesting interview.